0: What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 383 of the Smart Cat Moment Moments Smack Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me, as always, is Robert DeFelice.
1: Oh, Tony, this week, it is our personal ninth circle of hell. I think it's there's wrestling like a tenth Media one.
0: It, just, it goes a little extra deeper. And then uh, the next thing you know, it's just sort of like, uh, you know, May. <laughs> I actually
1: May, May isn't even going to stop us here.
0: Oh, uh, it's true. I actually said the other day to try to illustrate to somebody how, like, batshit shit crazy uh, I've been with just too much work and overloaded. I was like, yeah, well, I still think it's March. And it was <laughs> still March. And then I was like, no, 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 I mean May. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, it's April. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... This is the Hot Tags of the week, we're going to be breaking down some of the current events, the rumors, the news, the gossip, and everything else that I usually say, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have got so many things to go through this week, but thankfully there's not a billion hot tags. We're just going to go through a normal couple of, I don't know, six of them or so. Talk about this thing first off, because it's a hot tag that also self-defeated its uh, whole purpose and became a non-hot tag, which is that... Warning, warning, Goldust's contract has expired. And then he said, No, it isn't. So then everybody went, Oh, look at that. See, Goldust responds that his contract didn't expire. <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of those things that just happens and then kind of makes you wonder, like, where is this information coming from and why is this so contradictory? But what are your thoughts on this whole thing?
1: I have a lot of thoughts on this because this is my job and it pissed me the fuck off. Because you go on. Pro Wrestling Sheet, and I'm not knocking them, they're a great website, Ryan Satin is great, but you know, you write out the report, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, Goldust's contract is expired, hey, Double or Nothing just did a YouTube video where Cody's getting his gear done, and the seamstress literally goes, so should we stay away from gold? And that's how it ends, because for like forever, the, the hint is that it's going to be Cody versus Dustin. But then Goldust goes, I fucking hate Smarks. Bleh. My contract's (laughs) not expired. The thing is, like, maybe that's true. Or maybe he's just being typical pro wrestler. I hate these dirt sheets. Damn it. Like, that's so frustrating. It's one of the things that made me be like, you know what? I was going to message you. You know what, Tony? I quit. Like, I just... (laughs) This sucks because I just wrote this up and now I have to re- retract what I wrote because, hey, we're stupid dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Which is
0: like somebody out there told Ryan that this was the information and he rhymed with it because, hey, it's a news story. If it's right, then he gets first on there. Makes a lot of sense because not only is he somebody who probably hadn't signed some kind of 20 year deal, but he probably does want to go to AEW. And then it's kind of... I don't know. It it sort of pisses me off when stuff like that happens. And then, like, Goldust, in his case, is all just like, fucking nobody knows anything or whatever. Because, look, some stuff on Dirt Sheets or the IWC or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And dirt Sheet is easier to say. Some stuff of that's completely made up. It's completely fabricated. It's bad sourcing. It's uh, a rumor that gets turned into fact. It's... Uh, a very generalized thing that gets turned into something else. Like, you know, somebody says like, Oh, I hear that the big surprise at WrestleMania is going to include some multi-time champion. And then somebody else says, I hear that the big surprise at WrestleMania is that uh multi-time champion's wrestling. And it's like, then you start running things saying, Oh, multi-time champions coming back to wrestle. And, you know, like things like that happen. T- and t- stuff.
1: It's the big show. He's in the battle rail.
0: Right, and then it's, like, the original source could have potentially just said, like, hey, I couldn't say Big Show's in the Battle Royal, or, you know, like, there different things like that happened. Yeah. So maybe Ryan Satin had gotten some kind of wind of, like, Gold Dust's contract is expiring soon, maybe. And then that got, you know, down the line, it became his contract is expiring, and then, you know, whatever. And if that's uh, something that pisses Dustin off, then I, don't know, I can have a little bit more talked about it and just be like. Nope, not happening, guys. Still con- under contract. Instead of being like,
1: "Oh, you internet people are," you know, like it's. Well, I uh. picked the bad time to get into this field of work because let me tell you, a lot of wrestlers now just enjoy making these websites look stupid. Now, granted, that's because there's a lot of really bad ones out there. For every good one, there's about four awful ones that do just. Well, Meltzer tweeted that Kevin Owens is having a waffle for breakfast this morning. That means he's joining the New Day. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You You heard it
0: here first on (laughs) SmackDown.
1: Oh, wait. Speaking of which, is the Bray Wyatt JoJo thing a hot tag?
0: No, it isn't, but uh, yeah, it's good (laughs) that you brought that up because who's fucking pregnant? The people we were talking about. Look at that just saying yes know. we did it pat on the back everybody that's like that's bullshit cheese nah got a fucking bun in the oven knew it called it
1: now is it a bun or is it a firefly
0: i don't know you might have to follow it to find out
1: well that would make it a buzzard
0: oh that's true i don't know Then insert <laughs> joke <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well congratulations to jojo and bray wyatt on baby nash That fucking is fucking
0: k that yeah. is
1: k nash as in Ke- as it like kevin nash if you just drop the evan just nash um and yeah so odds are that baby comes out with two torn quads
0: <laughs> um, what if they did pronounce it kanash I know, uh, I know that he specifically said that the, the K is silent, which is I hate it when people name their kids stupid things. But that would be kind of funny if it's just like, "Hey, here is my, my son Kanache.
1: That sounds way too close to Ganache. Like, and it's like, what? What is he a delicacy? <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate
0: like, Kanache.
1: But you know what? Good for good for them. Good for Jojo. They look incredibly happy. The photo shoot was amazing, and. Good for them, you know? We're Not my favorite for
0: it, uh, episode of Photoshoot, by far. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, it, let's bounce around to that one. Let's talk about uh, WWE Ride Along. That just aired on the WWE Network, and uh, it was Kofi Appreciation Night, the New Day in one car, and then in the other car, Andrade and Zelina Vega. What do you think? I like this episode.
1: I love this episode. You can really tell when people genuinely enjoy each other's company. Even Andrade and Zelina who were trying hard to bridge the language barrier because they weren't gonna have full episode in Spanish. But like I got a lot of enjoyment out of both sides of this. The new day is great together. They they look like they're just having so much fun always.
0: They really do. Like you can tell that these guys are legit good friends and not just Casual acquaintances that hang out backstage and kind of like, yo, what's up, man? We've been around together for 20 years and we're kind of, kind of chums. Like, no, these guys bullshit with each other. Like best friends do yeah, like, that whole great. thing with uh, the Chesters, the chicken and like, <laughs> oh, no, I need more sweet blood. And like, oh, <laughs> that's
1: great. Uh, um, Zelina is a very, a very beautiful person. She's got a New York accent that really stood out in this episode. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Good for her for landing the role in fighting with my family. Cause that was something they talked about a lot in this episode and good for Andrade for just being in this position. It's must be hard because you know, that language barrier probably makes them not want to push him, which might be why they're not pushing him. But I thought he was a very charming person.
0: I tell you like, what, he sounded like he had a better grasp of English on this than he does in his promos to me.
1: Probably because when he's doing his promos, he's not lax. Like you know what I mean? Like he has to relax. Between, there's a the difference between being relaxed and being like, "Oh fuck, I gotta remember these words. I gotta say words that I need to remember and try to not sound like I have too much of an accent." You
0: know? He's got to so, follow his own advice about relaxing
1: oh and you know what that is me i really resonated with that i do that a lot to people i'm just like relax like relax and he must have said to zelena at least seven times in this episode
0: i think that they had done the counter and it was something like 17 (laughs) really yeah i don't remember for sure i'm not gonna double check or anything Because what you guys should be doing is you should be watching this episode. It was a good one. Uh, It was a very good one. People geeking out over the Wolfpack theme and Delo's theme and whatnot. And uh, Zelina Vega talking about her cosplay stuff and
1: being attracted to Jeff Hardy. Yeah,
0: being like obsessed with Jeff Hardy and Shawn Michaels. And yeah, I like this one a lot. Definitely see this one. Yeah. Uh, Let's bounce around here. Something that they kind of announced tonight, but they kind of just like swept it under the rug, is confirmation that Brutus Barber Beefcake is going to be in the Hall of Fame quest 2019. They really didn't give it as much a time as they have with everybody else. Instead, it was just sort of like part of a video package about everything. But um, we already talked about Beefcake quite a bit with our Wrestling with the Past, so if you guys want to check that out, go ahead for that episode. Um, any other thoughts that had maybe been added or changed or anything about Beefcake in the Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah, I got a problem. Yeah, I'm lost. And I'm looking. And I can't find Cindy Lothar. Time after time.
0: No celebrity (laughs) this year. I mean,
1: where is Cindy Lothar? Where is any celebrity? But mostly, where is Cindy Lothar?
0: And they didn't say anything about the Legacy Award either.
1: Well, I think they just do that at the show itself. But, like, you can't tell me that this was the year you're like, no celebrity inductee because we're short on time. Really? So, uh, just make the Hard Foundation, Jimmy, Emma, Leithard, and have Natalia give a five-minute speech.
0: I think that maybe there's a chance that they were gonna have some other kind of celebrity, and they pulled out. But this whole Hall of Fame this year just seems very strange. Like half-assed a little, and yeah, yeah.
1: Very. It's and it's hard to not say half-assed when. Three of the groups feature people that are already in the Hall of Fame. Mm. And then in Brutus and the Hockey Tonk, these are people that most would assume are already there. You know, I don't know. It's is a very weird Hall of Fame, but it's OK. Because. I'd rather have a quicker Hall of Fame. I'll be mostly focused on the Ring of Honor G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. So I'd enjoy a quicker Hall of
0: Fame. I just want it to be good. Then, if it's going to be on the quicker side and it's good, then awesome. If it's long and it's good, I kind of look at it the same way as I look at movies. You know, if you give me an hour and a half long movie and I feel like it's missing something, I would rather you give me a two and a half hour long movie and feel like an extra couple minutes could have been shaved off. You know what I mean? Yeah like the Avengers tickets come on sale in a couple of hours. And uh, the runtime is three hours and three minutes. And I'm like, fuck it. Give me 30 hours. (laughs) Just make this like, make this like a whole weekend event. I'll fucking do it. You know,
1: Tony, just because you don't sleep, doesn't mean that the rest of the world doesn't want to sleep.
0: Listen, there could be a 10 minute intermission. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody goes to the bathroom. And uh, in the meantime, I get, some kind of delivery to my seat with the old AMC app and they give me food and I'll order a drink and I'll order an extra cup there you go I don't have to go anywhere
1: you know I ah, I hope we do something for fanboys before Avengers Endgame because that would be fun
0: well that is going to be closer to the end of the month so I'll have potentially died by then (laughs) (laughs) Thato no. <laughs> <laughs> snapped me out of it.
1: Or no time to breathe cuz you're dead.
0: Yeah. You know, shit happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, see. Yolanda Adams is going to be performing America the Beautiful at the uh festivities for WrestleMania 35. I have no idea who Yolanda Adams is. So, nope, nothing. Yeah. Uh, that kind of goes along with the past couple of times when they had like the what was her name? Like Tanisha or Tanashi Tanashi
1: Something like that. Something
0: like that, yeah. She, like, I had no idea who she was. Was Still it last don't
1: know. year or was it in Orlando when they were like, it's blank and blank and they're touted by Beyonce as the future of music.
0: Yeah, and it was like the, like the two girls and they were like, I don't know, Samantha and Jane or something and they had like an X between their names or something. And then there was the uh, Camila Cabello uh, group. It's like like uh, fifth harmony. Eighth, uh, I was going to call it eighth wonder. <laughs> it <just how, laughs> shows how fucking much I know. Uh, yeah. Like all these years keep going by. And then eventually they do like, Hey kid rock. And I'm like, Oh, I know kid rock and that's going to suck. And then uh, when they have somebody like a Yolanda Adams, I'm like, I have no idea who she is. I hope she's good. Uh,
1: they did uh aloe black at wrestlemania thirty one I thought that was pretty cool,
0: okay, and it's chloe x Halley. Chloe x Halley. and I said Samantha and Jane, so <laughs> <laughs> Samantha and Jane following eighth wonder and uh <laughs> God kids these days with their music
1: and these, these youths <laughs> yeah.
0: I blame the uh the violent video games that that does what everything does right,
1: yeah, I used to be hip.
0: Then they changed what HIP was.
1: Now what's HIP is scary to me.
0: (laughs) Speaking of scary, the fact that they added more shit onto the schedule. They added WrestleMania Access has now the Worlds Collide thing again. And it's not quite the same as what it was before. This time around, they're not just NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. It's actually Raw and SmackDown. Kinda. It's not really. It's mostly just main event and such. But... (laughs) Uh, they have a plan of five days worth of extra stuff that I'll have to do TV coverage of or live coverage of at the very least if they don't are they air doing,
1: it. Are they doing it live?
0: I don't know. I don't think that they are, but then again they haven't announced certain people for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that should be in the match, like Mojo Rawley or uh, you know, certain tag teams and stuff, so you can't really trust WWE.com to know what's going on with WWE.com <laughs> So, right now, the schedule, which you can go to smartgeldmoment.com and you will find the schedule that's up as much as I can deduce. Day one is called NXT versus NXT alumni. The matches that they've announced are Roderick Strong against Tyler Breeze. Wonder who's winning that one. Dominic Dijakovic against Harper. That should be really cool. Sanity versus the Undisputed Era. Something we've seen before, but hey, you know what? It was good. And Cassius Ono against Aiden English which is kind of interesting to me because that's only four matches. And it says that that's taking place from 6 PM to 10 PM. So we're going to get more than that for sure. But I'm assuming that they're just going to intersperse these with like Reina Gonzalez against uh, Casey Catanzaro and, you know, like just sort of what they did the last time around where they added extra things just to sort of fill in the gaps a little bit. Uh, Day two is called cruiserweights collide. And there are only four matches announced for that, but that's covering even more ground because that's covering from session one is one to five and session two is six to 10. So they've announced four matches over the course of a 10 hour chunk of time. Uh, unless these are two and a half hour long Iron Man matches. I don't think they're going to go and fill all that up. But those matches are Tyler Bate against the Brian Kendrick. Odd that they're doing baby face versus baby face, but whatever. Akira Izawa versus Jordan Devlin, Flash Morgan Webster and the injured supposedly Mark Andrews against Aria Davari and Mike Kanellis and Albert Hardy Jr versus Grand Metalik versus Lagaro. Really confused how some of these things get paired off because I can get like Metalik versus Lagaro but where is Albert Hardy Jr coming into the mix there?
1: He is ACH and He's... A-C-H at this point is a much cooler name than Albert Hurt. Yeah, and he's and... not masked, though, right? No, he's not masked. He's just uh, he's a guy who flips.
0: So it's not even like they were thinking, okay, well, we'll do a masked one against a masked against a mask. Kind of, you know, that's just that's strange. Uh, throwing names into the hat and kind of picking things up. Uh, day three is the NXT UK tapings. They're going to do three sessions of that from 8 in the morning until 10 at night and they haven't announced the matches yet because they're not going to announce the matches for the tapings. So I'll have to do tapings coverage that you can find out the results of on smartcom of course, because I don't uh, sleep day four is brands battle as if we even have any brands anymore for this, uh, for the most part. And that is going to be a 20 man battle Royal and a 20 woman battle Royal then day five is called Women Collide, and that is only four matches announced for that one, too, from 12 to 4 p.m. Io Shirai versus Sonya Deville, Toni Storm versus Nikki Cross versus Bianca Belair, Piper Niven versus Zelina Vega, and Candice LeRae against Kaylee Ray, which I find funny because it's Lee Ray against That's why Lee Ray. It. <laughs> it's the only one that makes any sense to me. Literally absolutely- the only match that makes any sense to me is that one. Except maybe the Dijakovic against Harper one, where they were just like, yeah, pair off the two big guys,
1: you know? So I'm glad you said that. Now, Harper, who has is healed now, but he hasn't been used. Obviously, Rowan's with Brian. He sent out this tweet. It's a really articulate tweet. I'm 39 years old. I've been cleared since February 6th, and I haven't been brought to one television taping since I have I left to have double ligament reconstruction surgery on my wrist on October second, six years ago I wrestled multiple matches at Access as part of FCW. I was involved in Undertaker's entrance. What year was oh, that's um, Punk. Okay, so he was one of the hands. Five years ago I had a front row seat to watch Bray Wyatt wrestle John Cena. Four years ago I competed for the Intercontinental Championship and came. Within inches of winning, within inches of competing for the WWE Championship, in the in the very match AJ Styles won his first. And within inches of being part of the oh wait I read that sorry guys, or that weird. Uh, one year ago I won the SmackDown Tag Team Championship with Rowan while my wife and two sons watched in the front row. Next Thursday I'll be wrestling Donovan Dijak at Access. That's another thing he calls him Donovan Dijak. Full circle. I read all the texts that said, oh, you're back at Access? I was kind of all the people at the gym that asked me if I'm retiring. I swallowed my pride when agents and writers asked me if I was hurt when I'm completely healthy, and now here we are. April 4th, 2009, when worlds collide. Luke Harper versus Donovan Dijack. Again, okay, well, how will I respond? How will I change things? Well, to all of you, this just may be a throwaway match at Access, but I can assure you that to me this is much, much more. This is a test. No one has to be happy with the results except me. That's the true test. Do I still have it? Can I compete with the young, up-and-coming, incredibly talented NXT prospect? Am I too old? Has the game passed me by? Am I really as good as I think I am? I promise you I will come prepared, and you will get my very best that night, Mr. Dijak. Just know, be careful thinking of this as just an access match, because to me this is WrestleMania, and I'm not throwing away my shot. Now, that could be Harper just building buzz for himself, but then you read that, and, like, it does kind of suck, you know? He does deserve more than he's being given.
0: It kind of comes off a little bit like um, the old veteran that's working in, like, the the veteran hall and saying that this match means so much to them when you know that it's just sort of sad, like you know, Harper wants to do more. And the fact that he says he thinks that he can contribute more and that he can actually like be a better success and stuff like that, you know, it's gotta be eating him up a little bit to be like, damn, I'm not even like in the battle Royal at WrestleMania. Like there's gotta be something better for me and whatever. But if he comes back and he has a really good match with Dijak, which I got to assume Dijak wins because he is the young guy and they usually put those guys over, then maybe that'll kind of start the wheels turning a little bit. He's on my list of people that I had written up an article recently. I think I did. Did I plan on writing that up and not write it up yet? I don't know. Either in the future, there's an article coming out that I haven't done yet or one that I already did. I don't even remember about people that are on the main roster that should go down to NXT. And uh, Harper was one of them where I think that they're not going to push him in like the main event of anything unless it's the NXT side of things. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and that's a shame. And I gotta say, Rowan hasn't done much as Brian's heavy. But then again, Brian hasn't done much because this road to WrestleMania became so about Kofi, and I don't think anyone was ready.
0: So apparently, I wrote up that article on the 27th. <laughs> this goes to show how my brain is recently. It's, did I write that up yet? Yeah, I wrote it up three days ago, or four days ago.
1: Or, well, how how much have you slept in that time,
0: frame, Tony? I don't know. I still think it's March. <laughs> um, yeah, Harper doing that. I hope that they at least release that uh footage somewhere. I'm interested in seeing that match and some of the other ones too. I mean, I'm down for like uh, Bate versus Kendrick and um, Io Shirai against Sonya Deville. Like these people could be doing some good shit. So I hope that they air this in some capacity yet as far as I'm aware they have not announced that that's going to be the case there's no like the battle royal leads to whatever and then there's a tournament and then that's got a title shot kind of thing like they did the last time it's just sort of extra matches uh, we'll see but they might uh, factor it in somewhere especially since they're doing the UK taping so maybe we'll air something else or you know I don't know if they do we'll do some kind of a review if not You'll find the results as much as I can possibly find on com. Usual kind of place, because there's no other website. That's kind of the point. And uh, let's go to StarCast 2, talk about that. A bunch of new names were added, and you've followed this, and I haven't. So,
1: what's right. the deal? So, <laughs> we've added the Million Dollar Man to Heddy I wonder what his price was. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> uh, we've added recent Hall of Fame inductee Brutus the fucking barber beefcake. We've added MMA star Chris Cyborg, which well, is the most Ron random. Gonna be there. Well, who knows? Because you know who will be there, Tony? Kurt Angle will be at StarCast 2. StarCast 2 is happening, what is it, the day before Double or Nothing? The weekend before. So it's Thursday through Sunday, actually. So it's happening after the event as well. But it's Thursday through Sunday, and there's a buttload of events. There's a roast that they haven't announced who will be roasted. I believe it's The Undertaker, because they bleeped out the name. And who else are you going to roast that's worth, you know, keeping a secret? I um, see
0: I could see that being anybody in that, cena- uh, that Scenario because it could just be like Hey everybody the roast Is gonna be uh, I don't know Steve Blackman And then You know no, it's still kind of a surprise
1: Steve- The roast of Steve Blackman I'm sure Ends up with everybody else Literally on fire because Of the lethal weapon Steve Blackman <laughs> uh, But yeah I think These are some cool things. Kurt Angle being at StarCast is surprised considering he's wrestling at WrestleMania. But then again, I think The Undertaker is wrestling at WrestleMania. And we'll see.
0: I don't think The Undertaker is, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later on this week when we're doing our predictions. But uh, yeah, StarCast 2 is shaping up to be pretty interesting. I got a feeling that People are going to be a little bit disappointed that it's not going to be just as big of a deal as the first one because the first one had the whole like, you know, what is this? And it's the first time that we're doing this and whatever. But they're bringing some big names in there. So they're doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, I I don't know, man. There's a lot going on here. This might be bigger than the first. Because there's a lot happening.
0: Well, that's the whole point of Double or Nothing. You got to bet, you know, that's true. And what other hot takes we have? Well, let's talk about the uh, the main one that I've got is the thumbnail and the only one that I have left, actually, which is last week tonight with John. Well, Oliver.
1: Hold on. Hold on. There is also the uh, Jim Ross basically announcing that he's going to call Double or Nothing and probably work with Oli Wrestling in the future. I thought what that, you think that, about was that was just a given. See, I don't know how I feel about that, because a lot of people are down on Jim Ross. I think his time sort of passed, you know what I mean?
0: If he's got the same enthusiasm that he used to have, then that's going to be good. If he phones it in like he did for the last little bit of WWE, then then people are going to rose-color him.
1: Well, I think a lot of people are saying that he shouldn't be on the mic anymore after his New Japan calls, which weren't the best. But I don't know. Maybe this new endeavor will light a fire in him. You know what I mean?
0: I can't imagine that he would be doing whatever the weekly
1: TV show is if they ever actually announce that. So one of the events at StarCast that I really like is uh, Behind the Music with Jim Johnston. Oh, fuck, they're doing that? That's good. Yeah, That's really good. And that's followed by Or actually going on at a different stage at the same time as sharpshooter Bret Hart in his own words. Hmm. Like, I I wish I was going to StarCast, I'll say that.
0: This is totally, like, kind of Cody and Conrad just kind of merging the idea of let's do podcast things plus, hey, Comic-Con's fun. And that's really, like, I wonder why WWE never really did that. Like, Access never... Crossed into that because I'm sure part of the way is because Vince McMahon's just not a Comic Con type of guy. Yeah. But, and I really think that a lot of things need to start to take that model a little bit. Like, I had put up an article on Fanboys a couple of months ago about how I think that the Oscars should be an Oscars weekend and not an Oscars night, and that they should make it a convention, they should do like you know, tonight is all the acting awards and then the next night is all the technical awards and like, you know, that kind of a thing. Which is funny because, you know, you would think that with all me wanting to merge everything together, I, I like to split things up like that. <laughs> Instead of just doing one thing is the twenty eighteen Smarkout Moment Awards. It's like, no, it's six parts and whatever. But uh That's right. You know, I think that uh Starcast is something that WWE, if they like obviously they're not a part of it, but they should learn from it a little bit, you know.
1: Oh, the Jerry Lawler's there going to be there too. He's doing something with Jr. on the Friday. Hmm. Interesting. I, I really, it would be something if, if it was Jr. and the King calling call over or nothing. <laughs> Uh, any
0: other Starcast things going on?
1: Um, no major things that I know of, but I'll. I do know this. There's three unannounced events and there's a roast of somebody who they're not saying who yet. But there's also like uh, Brian Pillman retrospective and, you know, Sting retrospective in his own words. So stuff like that is really cool.
0: Yeah, I wish that I was going to those. And if you are going, send us pictures. Um, Tell us what's going on. So let's go to the main one here. The last week tonight with John Oliver, it was about WWE. And I'm not a fan of the show in, in the regard of like ever really watching anything. I've watched maybe like three segments of the show in my entire life just because I uh, watch other shit and stuff. Not that I dislike it or anything like that. But, you know, when they say that there's going to be a WWE thing and it's like 20 minutes long, I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And I actually am kind of conflicted about it. I liked it a lot as far as, like, it was entertaining. And I like that, you know, they kind of called attention to certain things, but I also kind of felt that it was a little weak. And maybe not necessarily the best representation of some of those things. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit too close to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's harder for me to really say. Like, it makes me feel as though the people that were doing the research for this aren't necessarily all wrestling
1: fans, you know? Yeah. You know what this came down to for me was, Hey, we're, we're, uh, legitimate news and we don't like wrestling. And like, some of it was out there, like the whole announcing King Kong Bundy's death. Yes. Okay. 61 is, you know, young in some regards, but also, the man wasn't the healthiest. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. like
0: that's where the like one of the issues that I had with it is they announced Macho Man's death and they announced you know King Kong Bundy's and stuff, and they kind of acted like everybody that dies in pro wrestling dies because of steroid abuse or something,
1: and dies because of the WWE, and that is that's where even if I think that their practices are very shitty. I have to defend WWE because you can't throw everything onto the lap of Vince McMahon just because he happens to run the biggest organization. You know, at some point, Macho Man and King Kong Bundy were around in a Wild West era that, you know, you can't even bring up the kind of issues they're bringing up now. Yes, Guerrero, there's that was the big tragedy because he was, signed with the company when that happened. And you know, yeah, I don't think wrestlers should be independent contractors when they're told like Punk was, you can't breach your contract. Yeah, that should change. Mm-hmm. But you can't just shit on wrestling because you know it's seven days before WrestleMania and I don't care what anyone says, that's why they did it.
0: Yeah. I mean that's I, why they did it now for sure.
1: What what like oh you're gonna tell me you just felt like talking about WWE? And I like I'm gonna Spin on what John Oliver said. You might be surprised to hear this, but I like John Oliver. I actually watch the show frequently. I think he's very funny. But you're going to sit there and tell me that he came on when they were doing uh, Crown Jewel and he was attacking them for that. And he called it a great form of uh, like repressed homosexual tendencies. And the image that they showed when he said that was uh, Nakamura having AJ in a triangle lock. And it's like, oh, so you can say that. But if Vince McMahon said that on TV, like you are, you'd be calling him a, homopho- a homophobic monster, wouldn't you? Like, that is my issue. Yeah, And I don't know, to me, it's one of those professional wrestling will never be respected. And I leave it at that.
0: Yeah, that it is kind of like that. And I will give them credit, though, like they did do a good presentation as far as like uh, when he was like saying pro wrestling is better than anything that you watch and like different things like that, because it's, it's at the end of the day, like anybody who's listening to this podcast in particular, we still really like this shit for some fucking reason. Like, I have no idea why. Oh, because are
1: fucking weird. <laughs>
0: like, I, anybody that's ever asked me, like, well, why are you into it? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, this is so dumb to me, and it makes no sense. And I'm not into sports, and I'm not into circus stuff at all. And you mix the two together, and for some reason, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that for, like, 30 fucking years. It's just, like, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm the same way, and I agree. It's fucking weird. It's, But at the same time, it's also really hard and it doesn't get respected so Mm -hmm. I look at it as
0: this kind of thing like WWE gets a lot of bad rap that I don't think it deserves because we don't give the same amount to the equally stupid other things that are out there like trash TV like reality shows don't get as much crapped on and there are so much worse in so many different ways and somebody out there is watching the stupid home and garden network and the home and shopping network. My God, like the shopping things are atrocious and you know, like that's like kind of like, ah, oh, well that's just what it is, but let's crap all over wrestling and stuff. But that actually wasn't the thing that bu- bugged me as much. It was more so the whole, like let's present that like everybody dies in that kind of way, because oh, they always it. fucking do that
1: though. Yeah. Cause it's like, like
0: I- Eddie Guerrero was employed by WWE But he had already wrestled years and years and years before that point. So even if he had come to WWE and WWE would have been a completely different animal, he still would have done years worth of damage to his body. And King Kong Bundy brought him up. King Kong Bundy for years was wrestling in territories beyond the WWF side of things. And then he was in WWF here and there, but he wasn't like some traveling around the world for 10 years type of guy. He popped up and then he left a little bit and then he came back and then, you know, whatever. And he left in what was it,
1: ninety uh can't think of ninety five was the last year that he was in WWE.
0: So he leaves in ninety-five, and it's not like he had ever been back there. So for over twenty years, he wasn't a part of WWF, and anything that he had done outside of that is not on WWF's shoulders. Or uh, oh, but it now. is
1: because Vince McMahon owns wrestling and therefore Vince McMahon should be responsible for any wrestler who suffers any kind of injury or tragedy in any wrestling ring because Vince McMahon is in complete control of wrestling. And right. I, I'm i trying to picture Callum right now because I'm sure he's listening to this and groaning because he thinks I'm defending WWE too strongly. But again, I'm not. They're practices. They do have shady practices, but at the same time, when that tragedy with Perro Aguayo happened, where he died in the match with Mysterio, they immediately they asked every wrestler. TMZ was like, "Oh, do you think WWE is gonna honor him? No, it's a tragedy, but why should they have to honor him? They've never interacted with him. Like, WWE shouldn't have to be responsible for the fact that." Wrestling was a shady business. Like people get into wrestling knowing that it's a shady business. And right. and the thing is I think because WB likes to have a leash on its talent, there's an idea that they should take better care. And they talk about CM Punk in the piece. About how, you know, the Z packs and he ends up shitting his pants <laughs> in that match with Ambrose. And Punk actually tweeted I I it's like Yeah, I I shit my britches. I love you, John Oliver. Please retweet. I thought it was funny. You know, Um, Austin Aries was a lot more serious and he kind of said, yeah, be careful, you know, ruffling these feathers because you'll just get labeled difficult to work with and a hassle. So that gives you some insight as to the things he's gone through. And even Paul London said a lot in regards to like, you know, the. The rehab offer being a scam and things like that. And granted, we don't know. You know, you and I are not employed by WWE. We've never been in that system. We don't know what's a sham and what's not. I just think that it's super lame that whenever wrestling gets any press, it's a negative press. And I'm also the type of person,
0: too, that I think if you do something wrong, you deserve to be called out that you did something wrong. But you also don't deserve to take the brunt of things you didn't do. And WWE making a mistake on something like how to handle punk doesn't mean that they're also at fault for, like, Umaga's death (laughs) or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's indicative of the same problem. And uh, there's a lot of, like, crossover and stuff. But it doesn't mean, you know, person X shot somebody and killed them well, then they must have also shot everybody else that got killed that day. And it's like, no, he shot one person. You know what I mean? Like, that that's just how those things kind of work. And WWE's response, I don't think really necessarily helped this either, because their response was essentially,
1: nuh-uh. It was very <laughs> defensive. It was very, well, we presented plenty of information to the contrary, and John Oliver just ignored the facts. Like... It was so defensive, it's like, oh, fuck you, you're guilty. (laughs) Like, you're doing that thing where you're being too defensive because you're guilty, and now I have a hard time defending you.
0: Yeah, so it's nobody comes out of it looking really great, but I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I laughed, you know?
1: The one that really upset me, though, was Vince McMahon scripted himself to use the N-word. It's like, okay.
0: Yeah, that has nothing to do with the wellness policy type stuff.
1: Rewind here. Context. It's 2005. John Cena is a babyface rap guy. That was Vince trying to connect with the rap community because for whatever stupid reason, that word is widely accepted. It's too accepted. I could go on a rant about that but I won't and Vince McMahon said hey you know keep it up and and it's
0: it's a joke too that's the thing is the joke is what the fuck why did that guy say that he's not the type of person who should be saying this and like that's it is a joke and and it has nothing to do with uh, independent contractors and all that anyway you know
1: and then book was like right there going tell me he didn't just say that but it's like it's so lame because the whole joke is, wow, this is so entertaining. It's so crazy. It's out there. Oh, and by the way, Vince McMahon made Trish Stratus bark like a dog. And, uh, he said the N word in a joking fashion. And he, I can't wait to talk about the fact the women are headlining WrestleMania and the journey that that's taken. But, That's why fucking Stephanie McMahon has to go out there and be over the top with it. Because no matter what, everyone's always going to pull back the clip of Trish Stratus barking like a dog. Because wrestling is trash, and wrestling fans are trash, and fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: what it boils down to, that's true. So those are hot tags (laughs) uh i don't know exactly what our schedule is going to be yet because this week is just uh you know it's just insane uh i don't know if we're gonna record both of the predictions podcasts on wednesday and then we will have that uploaded sometime on wednesday night or thursday morning at that point we should do wednesday thursday that's probably what I'm going, th- I'm going to try to do. But then again, it kind of depends on scheduling and stuff, too, because Shazam is on Thursday. So I got to make sure that I have time for that. And, you know, we're going to try to figure that out uh, behind the scenes at some point. And the best way for you to be aware of when we post those things, whenever it might be, is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And when you do that, there's a little bell. You click that, and you will get an email alert for whenever these things get posted. Now, I also have them fed through to the Facebook and Twitter, so if you follow at Moment on both of those, you will see some kind of a new post that's on com that'll alert you to that. Of course, com has its own RSS feed, so you can just subscribe that way. And now I can actually officially, it seems, announce that everything is working fine, that all of the episodes of not just Fanboys Anonymous and all talk show, all fucking 14 of those or whatever, uh, but all episodes of... Smack Talk as well should all be up on iTunes and Stitcher and elsewhere. Now iTunes is giving me a little bit of issues on older episodes. It's showing up about 300 episodes of Smack Talk, but I'm hoping to sort that out. And uh, you can find the podcast on Anchor. For anybody who doesn't know what Anchor is, that's where we're feeding this through. So it's another platform where you get to listen to uh, audio stuff like that. It is now also on Google Play the uh the Google Podcast Central, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. You can find it there. You can find both the fanboys and the smack out, uh Smack Out Moment. Smack Talk Market Moment. <laughs> the old Smack Talk podcast is also on Spotify with fanboy stuff too. So lots of options for you guys to do that. And there's a bunch that I don't even know because one of the services that Anchor does is they just kind of put it out there. So... I think at this point, pretty much anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you can find us. But YouTube is the one standard bearer. That is where things get posted first. That's where things are catered to. And that's what I want you to subscribe to. So if you want to know when the TakeOver predictions gets posted, when the WrestleMania 35 predictions gets posted, and eventually, of course, when we do the post show for both of those, when those get uploaded as well. That is what you should do. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. On top of that, if you got a little spare change you want to throw our way to help us out with this kind of stuff, Patreon is something that you can look into. There are a bunch of different tiers. This week in particular, if anybody donates towards the whole, like, uh, you know, some, uh, suggest some kind of a special episode, can't do it this week. <laughs> but we would try to do it next week. And... Um, there's the Red Bubble and Tea Public shops for the merchandise side of things. Go ahead and buy some, I don't know, shirts or like stickers or every once in a while somebody will buy like a clock and I'm like, wow, it's kind of strange, but hey, cool. And uh, you can find Smart Up Moment stuff, Fanboys Anonymous stuff, and the other one is a Mango Teas. That's just like stupid extra crap, like uh, you know.
1: But are you a tease? A little bit. Yeah.
0: Or am I? I see what you did. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that there's other stuff I should be plugging, but just keep checking smartmama.com, everybody, and you will find out as much as you can possibly there. I've got e-wrestling news. I got Bleacher Report. I got the fanboy stuff. I mentioned Shazam. I'm going to watch that movie on Thursday and uh, review that when I can. And. Uh... Oh, that's right. We have the Smark Madness tournament going on right now. So if you want to vote on what the best foreign object or weapon in history is, then vote on that. Because we're in the semifinals, so we're down to the final four. And there's also a contest going on right now with uh, sponsored from Fun.com where you can win a Funko Pop. So go ahead and do that if you haven't done that already. And blah, 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 and blah. Also blah.
1: All right, and on that note, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at @dudefelice. You should check out E-Wrestling News cuz that's where I'm posting. So, fun update, and this is why I actually said we should do the two shows on Wednesday and Thursday because this Wednesday I have been invited back to the Wrestle Zone Daily. So, I'll be partaking in that live stream, I'm sure talking far too much WrestleMania as if I won't be doing that all this week as it is. And yeah, also coming this week, possibly, you may get a one-man show for me on this feed, previewing Ring of Honor's G1 Supercard, because that's a big show and we should talk about it. So I might be Rob of Honor. That I might. haven't
0: seen A1, B1. So Did you see B2? I haven't even seen C4, but well, I heard it was pretty explosive.
1: That's good. You might be dead. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, yes, that is it for the plugs for me. And even though you're a wrestling fan and John Oliver and the mainstream media want to shame you, I love you. Tony probably tolerates you and keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you, of course, to everybody listening to this. Thank you for all your support, all of your likes, your shares, your follows, your favorites, your comments, your whatever the case may be. All that stuff's greatly appreciated, and we will see you throughout the week on various different types of platforms, in various different types of ways, for various different types of podcasts. Variously. Variously. A little bit of variety there. <laughs> so, we will see you when we see you, everybody. Thanks for listening to this. This has been another out moment, and we're being counted out.